Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Steve Casillo with the January 10th, 2024, 204th edition, always broadcasting from the Somark Studios. Colleen Daniels, she's way out there in Studio West, and we're here with the About Mansfield news team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield news, talk, and information. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Phase 1 construction starts on Rose Park. A touch of Venice in Mansfield. We'll talk about it in a moment with the mayor. World Series Commissioner's Trophy coming to Mansfield. In sports, a look at the high school basketball standings. And in the talk segment, Steve talks with Quentin Browder, a local man who's making a difference. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. Hey there, it's Luke from Cool Hand Electric. Are you tired of dealing with plugs or lights that just won't cooperate? Well, don't fret. Give us a call. Worried about power outages or surges damaging your precious electronics? We've got you covered. Whether it's a whole house generator or surge protection, our solution-oriented Cool Hands are ready to tailor the perfect option that suits your needs and budget. At Cool Hand Electric, excellence is still cool. Cool Hand, Cool Hand, Cool Hand, where excellence is still Imagine a city where innovation knows no bounds, where dreams take flight, and the future unfolds before your very eyes. Welcome to Mansfield, a beacon of growth and a testament to vision. In the heart of Mansfield, a remarkable transformation is underway. But it's not just about the physical landscape. It's about the spirit that drives us forward. A spirit of collaboration that bridges cultures, a spirit of entrepreneurship that fuels prosperity, and a spirit of community that binds us as one. Mansfield is more than just a place. It's a canvas where diversity paints the picture of progress. From art festivals that ignite creativity to tech hubs that redefine boundaries, this city celebrates every voice, every passion. Mansfield, where growth knows no limits and the vision is limitless. Brought to you by the unstoppable spirit of the Mansfield Economic Development Corporation. Are you ready to take advantage of falling mortgage interest rates in the coming months? This is Roger with the Roger and Beth team. With housing demand predicted to increase across the DFW Metroplex, the Roger and Beth team are standing by to help move you and your family forward. No move in your future? That's okay too. It's time for your annual review of your real estate portfolio and we're happy to help. Contact us at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. Hi, I'm Paula Giamma Morales, Tarrant County Jury Bailiff, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by the Grandview Event Center. Phase one construction began this week at Catherine Rose Memorial Park, which will realign the parking lot from its existing layout into an L shape. The Rose Park basketball and volleyball courts will be closed for the duration of the work. Guests are invited to visit Chandler, McClendon West, and town parks for additional places to play. As with any parks project, the city's Parks and Rec Department asks for your patience and cooperation to allow their team to get the work done quickly and safely. Please stay clear of all construction zones, equipment, and crews, and be prepared for some impacts to regular use. The park will remain open for most of the work, but there may be reduced capacity in the lot, and some areas temporarily will be unavailable for use. Phase 1 is scheduled to be completed later this spring, with the playground work next on deck. Once the parking lot is completed, the existing parking lot will become the home for a much larger, adaptive and inclusive playground and restrooms, with a bigger footprint that's safely out of the flood zone. That design process is still underway, and more details will be available soon. Rose Park renovations were the number one priority in the Southwest Quadrant on the 2020 Master Plan and are being funded by a combination of grants, bonds, and the half-cent sales tax approved by voters in 1992 to support park development and expansion. The Mansfield City Council held a regularly scheduled meeting on Monday evening. We call this a moment with the mayor. The following opinions are those of Michael Evans may not necessarily reflect those of the Mansfield City Council, as we do every other Tuesday. 
Top of the morning, Michael Evans. And top of the morning to you, sir. Thank you for letting me be here today. Absolutely. You had a happy new year? Outstanding new year. Really excited about what's coming up in 2024. Well, and we're going to talk about what's coming up in 2024 at the very end of this A Moment with the Mayor. Yes, sir. Let's start off. uh, You issued a special event permit. We did. uh, In the first meeting of the year, we approved the special event permit, sir, for the Mansfield Pickle Parade and Palooza. And uh, we are proud, uh, the city is, we're proud to partner with uh, this this awesome group. And uh, it's becoming a Mansfield tradition. And really, I hope to see you there, sir, in historic downtown Mansfield. Why not? On March the 16th. Yes, sir. It's going to be a great day. Always is. Next up on the agenda was a development agreement. Let's talk about yes. that. Yes. Yes. The council authorized the city staff to uh, execute a development agreement, a class A multifamily development with resort style amenities. If you ask me, they all look like resorts now uh, compared to uh, what uh, I lived in over yeah. does, span does that, of my time. Does that mean they have a swimming pool? You know what? It's got a swimming pool, probably movie stars. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be big time, but uh, it's going to have high end interior, and uh, we're talking about more than seven acres, my friend. Oh wow! Of uh, yeah, multifamily living. So it's going to be going to be pretty big. Tell me about the zoning change that happened. Well, we also approved a zoning change uh, for a townhome development along uh, South Mitchell Road and River Birch Drive. And, and Steve, as, as you hear about these different developments, uh, these particular projects, they really help to diversify our housing uh, base here in Mansfield. Uh, we, we need to offer, and we're starting to work on it, we're offering more options and choices for our current and future residents. And we really need to work on the housing crisis uh, for our teachers, our first responders, for uh, young adults and, and couples who's getting started. So, uh, you know what? We, we're trying to make this happen so that Mansfield can be a place for, um, you know, everybody, no matter who you are, where you come from in regard to your income base. Yeah. And then there was a change in the Code of Ordinance. Yeah, uh, City Council, uh, we uh, amended the Code of Ordinances to actually create a Neighborhood Design Standards section, a Neighborhood Design Standards section. And this this helps uh, future developers to know before they come to the council or get to a city staff as to what our standards are. Uh, we want to uh, retain and to maintain high standards of quality in regard to the aesthetics of our buildings in town. And in order to do that, you know, we put this, we put this new design standards in front of the folks so that they can see and they will know what will be accepted by, by council. All right. Eight items on the consent agenda, whether you want to do all eight or maybe focus on a couple. But there are some uh, a couple of exciting things, one in, one involving a fire station, and, and I'll let you uh, uh, talk about the other one. Yeah, you know what? We, we will do that. We won't, we won't talk about all eight, but I tell you what, we've got some, we've got some that, that are pretty sexy. How about that? All right. I like all that. Right. So, so we'll start with the Bert, <laughs> uh, Bud Irving water treatment plant. Well, okay. Okay, that's not so sexy, but but we know that we need to have a good water treatment plant. So uh, we uh, we approved a million dollars uh, for for that uh, for required parts and equipment uh, for that, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me, we want to have good water coming through Mansfield. Now here's where it gets sexy. So we approve the relocation, design, and construction of Fire Station One. I know you're saying, wait, we already have Fire Station One. Well, we're talking about relocating it to just south of Broad Street. It's going to still be in the downtown area, mm-hmm. south of Broad Street on South Walnut Creek. And uh, what this will do, this will allow us to create an opportunity for remarkable addition and remarkable experiences uh, to our historic uh, downtown area where the fire station is currently located. So, hint, hint, we're saying to individuals, get ready. You're going to see more downtown development in regard to restaurants and entertainment is something that we promised uh, two and a half years ago when I had the opportunity to assume the mantle of mayor. And uh, we're, we're continuing to do that together as a team, utilizing the the comments and the suggestions that came from and that is coming from the citizenry. The citizens are saying that they want more 
entertainment, and more restaurant space. We're going to make that happen in the downtown area. Hmm. So that that's what's going on. I want bowling. You know what? You're going to get that in the high five development this. that's coming to town. So you're going to get bowling, and uh, you, you know what? You throw throw the uh, the, the axe. Uh, yeah, you throw that. You know, I was going to say hatchets. You know, but somebody told me that, that 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 that's politically incorrect. So don't say you're throwing hatchets because they don't want you to be like an axe murderer. No, so, you do that so in the corporate world. Yeah, you yeah. throw the hatchet. Yeah, you throw the hatchet. So we're going to yeah. throw the axes. You know, but um, I don't want to be in the vicinity of that. But people tell me it's fun. So. Here we go. We're going to do that. Speaking of down there uh, in the the southern part of Mansfield, yeah. let's talk sexy. You know what? Now, this is—you know what? This is pretty close to breaking news. So, ladies and gentlemen, just, just hold on to your seats and listen to this. We also approved—this was all the other night. We approved a $143,000 contract with the John R. McAdams Company for the design—I'm teasing it. I'm teasing it, Steve—for yeah. the design of the master plan for the Mansfield Riverwalk. Wait, wait, say that again? Yeah, I know. For the for, for the Mansfield River Walk to be located in the reserve, City Council wants to explore the walkability of a river walk, a canal, a, a canal in a town square. Now, town square, you know what that means? That means the new city hall location, town square. We're talking about uh, shops and restaurants. Think South Lake. Think uh, uh, the Sugarland uh, Town Square yeah. in the Houston area. Hey, we're actually talking about doing this, and um, we've got we've got renderings, and uh, they'll get to see some of those pictures when they come to a big event that's going to take place on um, January 16th. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They sure they may want to check this. And out. with a river walk, that's think Venice. You know, you think Venice, you think gondolas, you know, can't you see one of our guys singing those nice Italian songs with a Texas twang? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, you said farewell to a man in blue. Yeah, Roman Jones, who is one of the most outstanding. Outstanding uh, police officers that, that that we have had in Mansfield, and we have outstanding men and women. He is the epitome of, I think, uh, the the citizens a policeman. This yeah. is a gentleman who you you meet on the streets. You meet him in the park where he's riding his bike through our trails on a daily basis with a smile on his face. He keeps watch uh, over us uh, during our city council meetings. We, we, we are losing him. Now, he's actually uh, retiring, but he's retiring to go and work for uh, the um, Cleveland ISD as the uh, security officer there. And um, the, the kids are going to get a treat and a fine example of law enforcement personnel when they see that man, when they meet that man. So we, we are happy to um, we're happy to say that about him. But anyway, I sound sad because I am, because he's become a good friend of mine. There you go. You have a special event coming up on January 16th. You kind of teased it a little bit in the uh, consent agenda portion. January 16th, the state of the city, you want to give the, the uh, in fact, if, if you want to just give it right now, we, we can. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Uh, you want to you tease or at least tell hey, people uh, what's going on? You know what? We already talked a little bit about the Riverwalk. Folks yeah. need to come just to hear about that. But also on January the 16th, we're going to have two sessions. There's going to be a morning session uh, around 10 a.m. Then there's going to be an evening session around 6. And, of course, uh, the advertisements have already gone out uh, through, through uh, the city. We've got... Um, We've got a good number of people. It's going to be here at the Grandview uh, Event Center. And when I say here, it's going to be at the Selmark uh, location. We really want to fill it up, uh, to be honest with you. We've got the capacity uh, to hold over a 1,000 people. And uh, believe it or not, the RSVPs have been through the roof. So wow. we get the opportunity to talk about, uh, you know, our plans to continue to lower taxes and also to uh, raise the uh, homestead exemption. Uh, we're going to talk about the new city hall We're going to talk about the land swap that took place between 
between uh, our city and the ISD, helping the ISD to uh, gain much needed space. So, you know, I can't give it all away here, but it's going to be great. <laughs> if nothing else, you know what? Come and see the pictures. And I look forward to uh, presenting uh, with uh, um, my good friend. And, and, and uh, he's, he's, a, he's a Mansfield treasure himself now, Joe Smolensky. And yeah. um, come out and meet the council. Uh, we're going to have our, our various uh, city departments are going to be there. We're going to have HR there. We're going to have uh, opportunities for young people in our area to sign up for internships throughout the city, and they are paid internships. Um, we're going to be talking about HEB. We're going to be talking about all of those things that's coming to Mansfield, the High Five and all the other entertainment venues. We're going to be talking about the stadium. You know, there you go. Yeah, a, a professional sports stadium. And also, wink, wink, some uh, professional teams that may be coming to the area. All right. So, uh, yeah, all of that right here in Mansfield, January 16th. Come and hear more about that. Wonderful. We call this a moment with the mayor. That is Michael Evans. Michael, as we say, go forth and prosper. And thanks for being on About Mansfield. Thank you, sir. If you haven't seen it in person, it's quite a sight. We're talking about the World Series Commissioner's Trophy, nabbed by the Texas Rangers last October, as it's making the rounds in a high-energy tour you can't miss. The Texas Rangers Winter Caravan is revving up across the state this month, hauling the prized trophy to 11 locations, including Longview, Sherman, Lubbock, Waco, and, you guessed it, Mansfield. Each stop is free to attend, so mark your calendar for Sunday, January 28th, 1.30 to 3 p.m. at Kroger Marketplace, 3300 East Broad Street. That's your shot to catch a glimpse of the championship hardware and snag autographs from Rangers pitchers Dane Dunning and Jake Latz. Again, the Texas Rangers Winter Caravan, along with Rangers players and the World Series Commissioner's Trophy, comes to Kroger Marketplace, 3300 East Broad Street, on Sunday, January 28th, from 1.30 to 3 p.m. Coming up, a look at the high school basketball standings. We'll talk about it, because sports is next. Are you ready to create unforgettable memories? Picture this an enchanting event venue nestled amidst breathtaking landscapes with panoramic views right here in Mansfield. The Grandview Event Center is the perfect setting to bring your vision to life. From intimate gatherings to large-scale extravaganzas, the Grandview has flexible spaces to accommodate any occasion, be it a wedding reception, corporate Christmas party, or community gathering. Book your next unforgettable experience at thegrandviewmansfield.com. That's thegrandviewmansfield.com. The Grandview Event Center, where memories are made and dreams become reality. Book your event today. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then... I've read tons and tons of books on money, and what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube, Wealth Building Made Simple. In sports, we have focused quite a bit on girls basketball in the past few weeks, so let's take a look at the boys and the girls' standings throughout the entire Mansfield ISD school district and how they are faring in their specific league. Alphabetically, let's start with Lakeridge. The boys are currently 19-3 and for the season, in first place in the district play, while the Eagle girls are 14-10 and and currently in fourth place. The Legacy boys are 7-11, and ranking 7th in the district, while the girls are 9-16 and and in 6th place. Mansfield boys are an even 9-9 nine and nine this season and currently in 6th place in the district, while the Lady Tigers are 11-13 and 13 and in 7th place. Let's turn to Summit, where the boys are 12-8 and eight and currently in 1st place in their district, while the Jaguar girls are 6-17 and 17 and in 6th place. And finally... Here comes Timberview. The boys are 18-6 and six on the season, currently in second place in the district, right behind Summit. And the team that we have focused on the most during this holiday season, the Timberview girls. Currently 26-1, first place in their district, and currently 
on a 23-game winning streak. If you have a comment about the show, the news, whatever's on your mind locally, the good, the bad, the ugly, doesn't matter. You can reach us by voicemail at 817-435-2938 or shoot us an email to news at aboutmansfield.com. This coming Friday, January 12th, is National Marzipan Day. Certainly you've heard the word before. Marzipan! Marzipan! But what exactly is marzipan? Well, marzipan is a confection consisting primarily of sugar or honey and ground almonds, sometimes augmented with almond oil or extract, or as SNL's Kenan Thompson describes it, the mostly almond, almost candy from Germany with the flavor of nuts, but the texture of nuts. So, on this creative holiday, test your artistic skills by first making some marzipan. Decorate a cake or make some decorations for cookies. Custom make some candies for a special occasion. Invite your family to join you. You could take a class to master the skill of making marzipan and then show off those skills with family and friends. Want to make some marzipan at home? I've included a recipe on our website, aboutmansfield.com. Just click on the links tab. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. Hello, I'm Juan Frescas, and today we'll be talking about groundbreaking neurocare next in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Is a brand spanking new construction home on your wish list in 2024? I'm Beth Steinke, and I invite you into the world of what's happening in new construction today on the Mansfield Real Estate Report. In this Cocktail of the Week, I'll be talking about a cocktail that's a fruity way to celebrate dry January. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. This portion of the news was brought to you by the Grandview Event Center. Hey there, it's Luke from Cool Hand Electric. Are you tired of dealing with plugs or lights that just won't cooperate? Well, don't fret. Give us a call. Worried about power outages or surges damaging your precious electronics? We've got you covered. Whether it's a whole house generator or surge protection, our solution-oriented Cool Hands are ready to tailor the perfect option that suits your needs and budget. At Cool Hand Electric, excellence is still cool. Cool Hand, Cool Hand, Cool Hand, where excellence is still Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, we've been caring for our home team for over 15 years. Today, you'll find award-winning physicians on the medical staff, advanced neurosurgery, a level three trauma center, critical care for newborns, and comprehensive orthopedic care. Methodist Mansfield, delivering the care our friends, neighbors, and home team depend on. That's community and why so many people trust Methodist. Congratulations to Adam Johnston, who knew that Mansfield, Texas, overtook Mansfield, Ohio as the nation's most populated city named Mansfield during the 2010s. When we come back, this week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and we all remember the storm that blew through our town back in June that pelted this community with baseball-sized hail. It did a ton of damage around Mansfield, including my own roof. Regular listeners to About Mansfield have heard Paul Duncan's commercials for Trinity Roofing and Construction, and after the storm, I reached out to him, and boy, am I glad that I did. From the first call to Paul to working with the crew leader, the scheduling department, and the entire construction team, and how How it all played out with my insurance company, working with Trinity Roofing and Construction was a breeze. It's easy to see why they're a platinum preferred contractor with Owens Corning with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So if you're thinking on replacing your roof, look no further than Trinity Roofing and Construction. They're a Mansfield-based company, and you can find them on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. Again, that's trinityroofingconstruction.com. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular 
about Mansfield trivia question. If you are the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com, you will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice Brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. Colleen? It's your turn. Well, Steve, perusing the book, The History of Mansfield, one thing that was noticeably absent on the city council over the decades was the presence of African-Americans, Latinos, and women. This week's trivia question is, who was the first African-American to be elected to the Mansfield City Council? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, Who was the first African-American to be elected to the Mansfield City Council? Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, this is Vanessa Ramirez, Assistant City Manager with the City of Mansfield, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Angel Biasati yields her chair this week to Methodist Mansfield's CEO, Juan Fresquez, to talk about groundbreaking neurocare in Methodist Mansfield, news to know. Juan? Mid-January marks an extraordinary milestone for Methodist Mansfield as we prepare to introduce a cutting-edge addition to our medical facility, the launch of our neurocritical care unit that signifies not just a new floor, but really a leap forward in compassionate care an innovative treatment for individuals facing critical neurological conditions. This new unit set to redefine neurological care in North Texas, offering advanced neurological care, uh, treating ischemic and hemorrhagic strokes, large vessel occlusions, cerebral angiography, and neurointerventional radiology. This neurocritical care unit is actually more than just a physical space. It, It truly embodies our commitment to delivering unparalleled care to our community. It's a fusion of technology, expertise, and compassion, which is what Methodist Mansfield is known for. Uh, Our lead physician, our lead neurosurgeon, Dr. Stephen Katzen, will be providing specialized care tailored to each of our patients' unique neurological needs, uh, and we'll begin having 24-hour coverage of neurosurgery uh, beginning now. We'll also offer uh, orthopedic surgery, anesthesiology, emergency medicine, radiology, critical care with specialty ICU staff actually trained to provide excellent care medically, surgically, and cardiovascular services, neuro and trauma patients across all care continuums. So this new unit will also have the latest rapid artificial intelligence technology that allows us to quickly diagnose and analyze scans to allow for rapid treatment. As we all know, time is brain, and it's important that we start treating these brain cells immediately. Every minute truly counts when treating patients with neurological injuries. According to the American College of Surgeons, injured patients are more likely to die if they don't have quick access to appropriate levels of trauma care within an hour of their injury. We also plan to offer 24-hour monitored EEG beds, intraoperative neuromonitoring, transcranial Doppler studies, and 24-hour teleneurology for stroke care. At Methodist, our focus extends well beyond treatment. It's about creating an environment where healing and empathy converge. This revolutionary neurocritical care unit is designed to offer not just care, but hope to those with critical neurological conditions. Providing specialized trauma care with intensivists, neurocritical care intensivists, neurosurgeons, trauma surgeons, internal medicine physicians, neurologists, palliative care providers, and then our own physical and occupational speech therapist close to home is, is really what sets us unit apart. It's imperative that critically injured victims are treated at the right trauma centers in the least amount of time. And again, it's the single biggest factor in preventing death or disability. As we gear up for our grand opening in mid-January, this will be a celebration of collective progress and a testament to Methodist Mansfield's commitment to serving our community. That's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. 
I'm Juan Frescas, reporting for the About Mansfield podcast. Realtor Beth Steinke is here to talk about what's happening in new construction in the Mansfield real estate market update. The National Association of Realtors recently reported the top 10 U.S. housing markets with the highest pent-up demand. And DFW Metroplex was number two on that list, right after Austin, Texas. Now, I define pent-up demand as a high number of households wanting to make a move if financial conditions lined up correctly for them. That includes everything from upsizing, downsizing, first-time buyers, and those looking to trade in their older homes for brand new construction. Mansfield and the surrounding areas have experienced a tremendous surge of new housing construction since the Great Recession, as our community's desirability has become much more widely known. Much of that new construction was on the east side of Highway 360 and the area south of Broad Street, but new construction homes are starting to pop up on the far west side of Mansfield, as well as infill neighborhoods popping up on open corners and in a few of the remaining fields around town. I calculated that there are approximately 20 new neighborhoods currently under construction in Mansfield and that many in the areas just south of Mansfield as well. If you have new construction on your wish list in 2024 or 2025, here are my recommendations for breaking down the complex process of finding your perfect new construction home. Start with your desired lot size. Are you looking for a home on a large lot with room to stretch your wings in between the houses? Or maybe you're really hoping for an acre lot or more. Believe it or not, There is new construction community in the Mansfield ISD building on acre lots, and they still have about 10 to 12 lots remaining. Or are you looking for something that is lower maintenance than a big house on a big lot? Mansfield area builders have started construction on a significant number of townhomes that will fit that bill. Although I don't think these will be a budget-friendly option necessarily, they will offer a closer-knit community with reduced lawn maintenance. Speaking of lawn maintenance requirements, if you are anti-HOA, then new construction may be out of the running for your new home. Nearly all new construction neighborhoods will have a mandatory homeowners association. The next thing I'd recommend you consider are the amenities you'd like in your new neighborhood. Things like community pools, playgrounds, walking trails, and community events are not always part of a neighborhood, even those with an HOA. Location and school district certainly play a tremendous role in the selection of your new construction neighborhood. Some of the nicest homes are built near gas wells, high-tension power lines, and other environmental challenges. I recently showed a nearly $1 million new construction home, but the buyer decided, even though they loved the floor plan, they would pass on it because of the nearby high-tension power lines. And others have passed on neighborhoods because of prominent gas wells. If you are open to an area that is outside your target location, you might find that you're on the cutting edge for a new and upcoming opportunity. In fact, just south of Mansfield, we are about to welcome a new village-like community complete with a town center that will include restaurant and retail spaces. Once you've selected the communities that work for you, then we can evaluate what floor plans are available that fit your housing needs. I recently showed a new construction home that was 3,600 square feet on a single story. But because it carried such a large footprint, the yard size was significantly reduced. Sometimes there are trade-offs that have to be made, and that's why having a strong idea of what you need and want helps. Once you've selected the school district, the neighborhood, lot, and floor plan, the real fun begins with lending requirements, deposits, design center costs, phase inspections, and so much more. Your realtor is well-versed in all things new construction, as well as what is available in the DFW Metroplex. They will gladly help you navigate the ins and outs of purchasing a new construction home. And one thing is for certain, you definitely don't want to walk that path alone. Do you have a real estate question I can answer? Send me a message via email to info at aboutmansfield.com. For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, you know it's going to be good as Brian Certain serves up a delightful mango mule in the cocktail of the week. Brian? This week's cocktail of the week is the Mango Mule Time Mocktail. Today I'm doing the second installment of Mocktails for Dry January. 
capturing bright, sunny flavors in this herbaceous mango mule cocktail. The combination of fresh mango, zesty citrus, floral thyme, and the spicy ginger beer makes for a lively tropical drink that's perfect for sipping. The Seedlip Spice 94 is a warm, aromatic blend of allspice and cardamom with fresh citrus top notes to balance the long, bitter finish. But as always, don't worry about taking notes as I'm giving out the ingredients and instructions. I always post them on bourbongospel.com. You can also sign up on bourbongospel.com and have the Cocktail of the Week delivered directly to your inbox every Wednesday. The Mango Mule Time Mocktail. Ingredients. You need a fresh mango peeled and pitted and chopped. You'll need some simple syrup. You'll need five to six thyme sprigs. You'll need some Seedlip Spice 97, a non-alcoholic beverage. You'll need fresh lime juice. And you'll need a Q ginger beer. You'll also need a lime wedge and some more thyme sprig for garnish. In the bottle of a cocktail shaker, muddle together the chopped mango and the simple syrup. You want to lightly muddle to release the mango juices, but don't over muddle. You're then going to add the thyme sprigs and then gently muddle to release the aromatic oils from the sprigs. Then fill the shaker with ice, add the non-alcoholic spirit and the lime juice, Cover and shake vigorously for 10 to 15 seconds. You're going to strain into a new ice-filled highball glass and then top with the Q ginger beard and then give a light stir to combine. Then garnish with a lime wedge and a fresh thyme sprig. The muddled mango provides tropical sweetness, and while the lime juice certainly adds its brightness. Muddling the thyme releases its grassy floral notes without overpowering it. And finally, the Q ginger beer ties everything together with its spicy effervescence. This fruity, herbaceous mule is refreshing and full of summer flavor. The combination of mango, citrus, ginger, and thyme makes this a lovely mocktail that's perfect for dry January sipping. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at brian at bourbongospel.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. We're back in 60 seconds with Steve's interview with Quentin Browder. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and are you ready to make your voice heard? Want to bring out your ideas to life through captivating conversations and engaging visuals? Look no further than Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio, your one-stop destination for award-winning audio and video podcast recording. Equipped with cutting-edge microphones, crystal-clear audio recording, and high-definition cameras, we're here to turn your ideas into engrossing content. But it's not just about the equipment. We're dedicated to bringing out the best in your content. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, We're here to elevate your podcasting game. We'll even help you with intro music, transitions, voiceover, and that professional polish that sets your podcast apart. So whether you're into interviews, storytelling, or simply sharing your expertise, Podcast Mansfield can help bring your podcasting dreams to life. Visit podcastmansfield.com. Podcast Mansfield, where creating your podcast masterpiece has never been easier. Hi, this is Kyle Teixeira with WeRTPM, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And if you want to hear a really cool story, head on back to the archives at aboutmansfield.com. Click on the archives. Go back to 2022, episode 129, And you'll hear the story of Donovan Browder and his story about my Christmas buddy. And it's a story of of giving. We're going to talk to Donovan a little later this year. But today, coming from the same family and with the same giving heart is his older brother, Quentin Browder. And Quentin happens to be here in the studio. Quentin, welcome to About Mansfield. All right. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about uh, because it's 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 really cool that you're here the first week of the new year, and want to get maybe the the listeners into that mindset of new year. Maybe it's time for everybody to volunteer or to give or to have 
that servant's heart. You are, uh, according to your bio, uh, you've got a servant's heart. Yes. Why? Um. Well, first, I w- it it goes back to how I was raised. My parents. They instilled at me at a very early age, put others before yourself, love on others, love on others. Like, um, we grew up in the church, so that's a very big part of my background and who I am as a person as well. But yeah, giving has always been just what my family does. Uh, my, my dad, my mom, me, and obviously, uh, my brother, giving is just something I've always known and always done. You started. Give, giving, uh, it, it, I, I guess, uh, according to the information that I read, you worked uh, with athletes going all the way back into at least high school, if not before that. Uh, it... Actually, a little bit before. Okay. Yeah. It, so it, talk about that. Yeah. So um, my dad has ran a, a, a flag football team for yeah. our church program. And uh, I helped. I was on the sideline helping call plays, helping coaching. Um, I ran some practices. And then from there, my love for sports and service just built from there. And then high school, it got even more. Um, we ran summer conditioning camps for athletes in Mansfield, uh, just practicing on, you know, conditioning, speed and all that. And then that helped me um, decide what it is I want to do in college. Um, so yeah. I, w- I went into a, a physical education, healthy performance. Mm-hmm. And now I've decided that uh, strength and conditioning is what I want to do. So work out of high school, you know, give back to the community, uh, uh, be a, a physical trainer for high school athletes. I'm going to be very honest here that you actually look like you've lifted a weight or two. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> I've heard that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. I, it's, uh, to our listeners, he's very well built. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you played football. For Lake Ridge High School, you were a middle linebacker, wore number three. Uh, number three was for Grace Prep, where, oh, I, spent, Gra- where I spent my junior. Yeah, I've, I've, I've bounced around a couple of times. So uh, I, the, did, the, I did play football at Lake Ridge, okay. uh, freshman what, and sophomore year. What number did you wear there? Uh, oh, gosh. It's just, he <laughs> that was so long ago. <laughs> uh, oh, 86 freshman year. Okay. 51 sophomore year. I've actually had a different number every single year I've played. Um, junior year is when I transferred to Grace Preparatory Academy in Arlington. I wore 45 junior year. Senior year, <laughs> I wore number three. Okay. I I saw a photo of you wearing number 33. 30? Yeah. And then, uh, so from high school, I committed to Oklahoma Baptist University in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Um, yeah. There, I wore 59 and 58. And then I graduated from there. <laughs> and no, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. And then from there, I'm doing. I'm currently doing grad school at Bridgewater State University in Massachusetts, and there I don the numbers thirty three. Ah, yes. that's where so the thirty three comes. That's how in. we got there. Okay, that's almost what eight, nine, what ten, ten years of football, nine, nine years of football. And all those different numbers. And all those different numbers. 33 is where you're at right now at yes. Bridgewater State University. Let's go back to uh, Oklahoma Baptist University. Okay. Um, what did you study? What's your, uh, what's your major? Um, so at OBU, I did... Okay, so actually the major changed names three times since I was there. Yeah. It started as physical education. Then it went to um, exercise science. And then by the time I graduated, it became health and human performance. HHP is what we call it. Okay. So that's what I have my degree in. And while you were there, still in that that volunteer mode, helping out... Um the the players on the team as well and yeah um in my off time I'm um so as my time at OBU grew I've kind of became known as a fitness guy yeah. like a lot of guys would come to me hey Q can you help me do a workout can you come to the gym with me so then that kind of became my thing like I'll uh I'll open times up like hey y'all I'll be at the gym at three o'clock if you want to get a workout with me come on and then we'll we'll go to the gym or we'll hit the field and do footwork stuff so. Um, really, when I say service, a lot of it is my time. Not much money. Uh, I don't, you know, call it studio. Yeah. But uh, so a lot of my time, uh, a lot of the things I give is time, helping people become better versions of themselves. Is kind of how I like to put it. You played football at Oklahoma Baptist University, and again, linebacker, middle linebacker, yes, linebacker, middle, outside, both. How'd you do? Uh, good. We had we had a. Uh, it was some rough spots, but especially with COVID, really messed up everything. Sure. Um, that hit 
uh, in the middle of my freshman year and took us in the sophomore year where we didn't have a season. So that's two years of without playing. And then junior and senior year are the only times I actually got to actually do the sport I love because of the COVID situation. Sure. You graduated. You're now working on uh, uh, at grad school, Bridgewater State University. And again, linebacker, yes, inside, correct. outside, middle Both. as well. Both. Yes, sir. Uh, and your studies are, are still in the health services, in the, uh, the training? and Yep. So the program is physical education with a strength and conditioning concentration. So that's 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 how they like to put it on the website, make it sound all cool. But it's pretty much it's just it's physical <laughs> education, but our focus is like uh uh athlete performance. Yeah. So working with athletes is what I like to do. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I would like to be a strength conditioning coach, which is somebody who works directly with a sports team and helps them in weights, conditioning, sure. speed, strength, and all um uh aspects like that. For the Cowboys? I <laughs> honestly, honestly, my goal is to do is to be a high school coach because okay. in my mind, um, the, this I like to put it: I want to be the coach that I never had. If that makes sense, okay, explain that. So, um, so like I kind of like don't get me wrong; I've had great coaches in my time. Yeah, but when it comes to like fitness, I never really had anybody to guide me that way. Like I didn't start lifting weights until I really got to college. And that's why I kind of learned everything. And then I've had a lot of teammates that came in, like they're college athletes now, but they came in underdeveloped. They didn't know how to bench press or squat properly. And then they told me, they said, yeah, at high school, I didn't really have anybody to show me that. So I'm like, man, so somebody needs to show these high schoolers how to become, you know, where, where they want to be. So that's why I want to focus on high school. Through your interest through your your heart of volunteering and and helping uh you received an award it's called the lifetime US presidential volunteer service award correct yes sir when did you receive that and 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 tell me how you came about winning that award oh that came that was a couple of years ago wasn't it that uh was... That was sometime last year. I think that was right around the time I graduated. Okay. I know uh, we had to, uh, me and my mother had to like think all the way back and like collectively like gather all the service hours I've done for a lifetime. Um, gosh, man, where to, <laughs> where to start? Oh, so, like I, so like we talked about the uh, football stuff, the helping with the coaching and all that, that's one of them. And then, like I said, uh, I'm big in the church, so we've done a vacation Bible school. That's a week long. I've worked summer camps. Um, like I said, at, at college, I've done training sessions. Um, I've worked at various high schools, helping them with football and conditioning. Um, I actually have a list of some of the uh, – yeah, so uh, sports camp. Our church does sports camps. That was five days a week, eight hours a day. Um, vacation Bible school. Um, uh, on Sundays, I work with uh, the uh, kindergarten um, uh, Sunday school. I work with them, mm -hmm. uh, and through my the various teams I played for, we've we've also done um, community service projects through them as well. So a whole lot of giving back to the community, and a lot of a lot of it deals with community service, and then also dealing with the uh, youth as well. All of that information then was funneled back to Washington D.C. Correct, and. That information, along with the applications of uh, how many other people were were in the running for this award. Oh, do you know? I'm not actually sure about that. Quentin is looking at his dad right now. Yeah, was, sorry. yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, dad is here with me. I just know I know there was different levels. Like the one that I received, which I'm, I'm so thankful for. I think you had to have a total of eight thousand volunteer hours total. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and 10,000 hours of anything makes you an expert. Yeah, that's true. So, so you are almost an expert volunteer. Almost, yes. That's a great way to put it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. There you go. And that's that right. 10,000 yeah, hours. That, that is true, uh, yeah. When did you find out that you had received the Lifetime U.S. Presidential Volunteer Service Award? It had to be, it had to be around like April, May, right? Because I came home to it, right? When I graduated. Yeah, a, a, about April, May, around that area, mm -hmm. because I was currently still at school. I was finishing my uh, my first degree. Yeah. So I came home and it it was in the mail. 
It came in this nice package, had a pin, a medal, and the whole uh, certificate. So they didn't fly you back to Washington D.C. for a big ceremony. Oh and, no! Uh, <laughs> I wish that like the, that would be <laughs> like a, a like the Kennedy Awards. Yeah, they put it on, they put it on the just, neck. Yes, and pin the thing yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Just no. A, just a nice little mail package, and we have it hanging up uh, um, in front of our fireplace. Okay, what does that award mean to you, man? Like, okay, so to be honest. I didn't know I I had that many volunteer hours. Like yeah. I said, just been something. It's just been so like instilled in me. Like I don't think about it. Like I said, like Sunday mornings I'm with the kids. Um, Sunday nights I'm on the field with kids training again, and I just give my time so much that I just don't think about it. But to actually like sit down, look at that's eight thousand hours. Like that's mm. I'm, I'm honored. Like that's that's incredible for me. And then. So I like to tell people like, yeah, like this is this is what I earned. Like I did this by serving back, you know, giving love and time to the community. So something that I could proudly say that I'm a recipient of. Tell me about your family life. Your mom, your dad, your brother all have the servant's heart. Yes, every single one of them. Give, and, give me an example of, of of maybe something that that you guys do collectively as a family. Um, okay, so first I would like to say I am nothing without them. Like yeah. the person that I am today is because of the people that I've been with my whole life. Mom, dad, and even my little brother, they helped me become the person that I am right now. Um, but yeah, service, man. Oh gosh. <laughs> Where to even start? I when when I think about service, there's one thing that really that I really remember. Um, we took a family vacation to Atlanta. Yeah. And where we were driving around, we saw this homeless guy. He was eating popcorn off of the street floor. So we we parked like without thought. We parked that car. We went right inside Walmart, bought him all this stuff to give him. And we also, uh, well, this is my okay. So my uncle, my mom's brother, he does a, a homeless outreach thing for Dallas. Mm-hmm. So I remember we had we did uh, was soaps, foods. Socks, gloves, beanies, stuff like that to give to the homeless population of Dallas. But yeah, it's just like, it's, I can't even, <laughs> so much stuff. My dad and my mom just, they give without thinking. Like, just, it's, it's just automatic, automatic. But, but those are two examples of uh, homeless people are not to be feared. Mm-hmm. Homeless people could be just like you and me. That correct. That just correct. Don't have what we have. Correct. We don't. You know. You and I go home at the end mm-hmm. of the day. We've got a roof yep. over our heads. They don't. And um, and and yeah, going to Walmart and purchasing, you know, a bag of food or something. Yeah. Yep. They're not to be feared. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um. But yeah, I'm trying to just think about examples. Like it's just. Yeah, like especially in oh, especially in the church. I think we've logged so like I said, it's it's not counting hours, but just like collectively, we've logged so many service hours. Like um uh me, my mom and my dad have worked summer camps for the youth, like like high school, junior high camps where we, we were either um uh, leading an actual youth class, or we were doing like the uh, we call it the rec crew, was like games and stuff, like the recreation for them. Yeah. Um, like I said, we do a, a VBS vacation Bible school, um, but our church calls it K and L Kids Night Live. So it's it's yeah. that night time. It's what six to five or something, and we're either leading a class or like I said, we're doing games. We're helping out just wherever's needed, wherever's okay. needed. If someone out there listening to this interview didn't know where to start in terms of, you know, I, I would really like to volunteer, but I don't know what to do. What would you recommend? First, I would say just start with what's around you. Start in your neighborhood. Yeah. You know, do a, a organize a, I don't know, a trash pickup, you know, just go to your streets and help there. Um, go to the, just, depending on where you live, I would say find out what's needed. What does your community need? And then from there, see like, okay, so they need this. How can I make that happen? That's just like business. Yeah, just-, just Business is, you're going to start a business. Well, the, the best way to start a business is to find out what the problem is mm-hmm. and create the solution. And so what I'm hearing now, the volunteering is basically the same thing. Trash needs to be picked up. Well, what's the solution? Go pick it up. Yep. 
I remember my time at Oklahoma. Um, there was a big storm that came through. So our football team, we gathered, we got in our trucks, and we helped build back fences, move trees, logs, and all that. So it's really just finding a need and helping with that need, depending on you know, depending on where it is you live. The needs could be different, you know, um, uh, uh, community to community. Oklahoma is known for its storms. Yes. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I've, laughs> this is off topic, but I've actually been through a tornado. Oh wow! I've been. Yeah, it hit it's, right next to me. And okay. It, was, <laughs> it, it we, was one of the scariest moments. We, of we can talk about that. We're into, where at you, actually. I would love to talk about that because there's a little service thing included about that too. Um, okay. Go for it. So, <laughs> this is. <laughs> so, when it happened, obviously I was scared, but it's easy to laugh at it now. Nobody got hurt. There wasn't any injuries. But, um, so my senior year at Oklahoma Baptist, I was working at Domino's Pizza, mm-hmm. delivery driver. I had just got off that night. Um, I was in my house. My roommate was like, hey, Q, there's supposed to be a big storm coming. I said, yeah, we've had storms before, you know, whatever, whatever. And then the sirens came on. Mm. Like, okay, that's a little new. But, you know, it's it's Oklahoma, so they test them all the time. So I didn't think nothing of it. And then the power went out. I was like, whoa, okay, now that is new. And then it went back on. I was like, okay, we're good. It went out again, and it didn't turn back on. And then the wind started picking up. We were like, okay, we need shelter now. So we hid in our closet, um, and it was the sound I can't even <laughs> I can't even replicate it. it was it sounded like a plane taking off or landing oh yeah like that's how loud it was and you could just hear the debris hitting the house like the boom 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 and when it finally cleared we went outside it was devastating fences were down trees were knocked down the whole community lost power um it went right through Main Street right through our Main Street of Shawnee Oklahoma it tore our campus up um, there were holes in buildings. Um, 18 wheelers were turned over. And I kid you not, the very next day, our university president got together a group, and we did exactly that. We helped build the community back up, painted fences, uh, laying down brick again, and just helping get the community back on its feet. I love seeing that. Yeah. I love seeing that. Um Here in Mansfield, occasionally we get the strong mm-hmm. uh, windstorms. Mm-hmm. And the next day, people go, you know what? I have a chainsaw. Who needs it? Yeah. Uh, and and they're out chopping up limbs from yep. trees that, that fell. And yeah, volunteer. Yeah. And again, 2024, this is the brand new year. This, You know, we ought to call this the year of the volunteer. I like that. The year of the volunteer. It's It's got a rhyme to it. Yes, it does. That, I can get with that. I a, like that. A little more in 24... This is the year of the volunteer. And uh, I tell you what, uh, as we do with with most of the people that sit behind that microphone, uh, in the minute, a couple of minutes that we've got left, the mic is yours. Is there anything that you want to, uh, to, to, whether it's encouragement to the listeners, whether it's a shout out to, uh, to someone or uh, give, give thanks the microphone is yours, and, and and have at it. Um, yeah, I've said it already, but if you really have the heart to serve and don't know where to start, I would say start in your front, that start in your neighborhood, start in your street, and from there just build on. Um, like I said, find a need and see how you can meet the need. Um, I want to give thanks and love to my family. You know, my dad's right here next to me, but my mom. Uh, my dad, my little brother, my granny, like I said, I would not be where I am or be the person I am without them. Um, and also, um, it's a, um, I, okay, so I have a garage gym. You I, do have a garage I, gym. I, I heard about that too. I, uh, I train out of it. So if there's anybody listening that needs some help with, you know, fitness goals, um, you can reach out to me and I'll help you get started. We'll get some workout sessions in. Um, you could reach me at, um, I have two accounts. My first one is little Q, L-I-L-Q underscore 45. That's my personal account. My fitness related account is, it's, it's a little corny, but <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's crop top underscore fitness. The reason behind that is because in football, I, I wear my cutoff shirts. Sure. And then from there, it's just, it, it just caught on. 
So crop okay, top so, underscore fitness. So everybody can see your abs. You yeah, know, that, that's okay. kind of what it is. And, 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 and now, now, now it's kind of a joke, but I, but I just used it as my my handle, my my fitness name. Crop top underscore fitness. Yes, correct. On is, TikTok and Instagram. Okay, gotcha. So if someone wanted to reach out for for any uh, uh, weight weight training or uh, fitness training, correct. You're correct. the guy. I am. <laughs> I okay. am. And when I'm back, because uh, uh, I, I do have to go back to school soon, but I'll be back this summer and the gym is open. I take clients all day, Monday through Friday. I'll all be right. training. So if anybody interested needs a personal trainer, you could we, uh, uh, we'll get together and we'll work something out. That's awesome. Uh, crop top underscore fitness, TikTok and Instagram. Correct. That's uh, that's where they can reach uh, reach uh, Quentin Browder. Yep, I have videos and, of nutrition. I have videos of workouts. Anything you need to just help get started is on there, or you can just DM me directly. Keep on volunteering. Yes, sir. I appreciate your time, and I appreciate you being on About Mansfield. Uh, thank you for having me. Coming up next week, we will talk in studio with yet another fine Mansfield resident. You will just have to tune in to find out who it is. In the meantime, this is the place where you will hear the latest Mansfield news, talk, and information. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, and or support this podcast if you haven't already. So you never miss an episode. Head on over to our website, aboutmansfield.com. Enter your email address right there on the homepage. It's free and it's easy. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel B. Asadi. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Cultural Arts Calendar, Tim Roberts. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo and Andrew Miner. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent is prohibited. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield. Mansfield.